Ladies and gentlemen, joining me is the former one half of the Beatdown 6 Promotions co-main event, Jake Piper. Uh, he's from Dunstan Desquad. He's a stud of an amateur fighter, I believe nine and two in his amateur career. I mean, so much so that his first ever pro fight, as he was scheduled to take on Isi Moriyama, was the co-main event in a major MMA promotion in Beatdown Promotions uh, run by the great former UFC fighter, Damian Brown. You know that that means he is a stud of a fighter. And uh, look, the fight fell through because Izzy Moriyama uh, got injured. I uh, had to withdraw. And some stuff happened um, where Jake Piper had some major, major health issues, which he goes into. Uh, but there was some stuff online uh, where he was uh, thrown and offered some fights with uh, Ksib Murdoch. Uh, they wanted to sort of make that fight, who's a 10-0 amateur in himself. And uh, there was a bit of back and forth online and some people chirping about Jake not wanting the fight and uh, a few controversies and, and whatnot. And uh, and Jake just hit me up and he said, hey, man, I, just, I want the space to, to come on here and, and have a chat and just let everyone know kind of what was going down. And, I mean, that's why I created this channel is I want to get the voice out there. So if there is an issue, um, that he could sort of just come on and, and let everyone know, like, uh, the facts from, from his his mouth because you know the bloody media uh so without further ado uh i'd like to welcome you to one of the or he was one of the most highly anticipated pro debutants in australian mma in, in, in recent time uh but without further ado jake piper ladies and gentlemen welcome the man of the moment jake piper how are you good mate how are you thanks for having yeah. me on here good um i'm kind of getting rewarded for Stir on the pot and and then uh, then getting you on as a guest. But to be fair, mate, um, I just I just relayed information that was out there. Now your opponent, uh, Izzy Moriyama, uh, tore his ACL, I believe. I don't know if that's public. If I've just made it public, um, and that happened actually a little while ago. And they were trying to find you an opponent. Um, Beatdown Promotions then announced that your fight was off and you're not on the card anymore. A new co-main event was on. I then just put out that you weren't on anymore and a whole lot of sort of comments back and forth about trying to offer you fights, maybe you turning down a few fights or whatnot. And there's a bit of confusion. So can you run it through your perspective, the timeline and how everything happened? Well, yeah, the ACL obviously pulled out and I wish him a speedy recovery. I'm pretty sure he's done everything in his knee, ACL, whatever else is in there. It's bad. So there's no, there's no kinds of him pulling out like all good. I, I hope him the best. I hope, I wish Damo like the best with the fight card going on without me and him. And I thank him for giving me the opportunity to, but with, um, with putting another fight on, like after, after this, he pulled out, I was crook. I've been crook this whole fight camp. I've had some other stuff going on. Like I, I was in hospital. Yeah. There, there was no point in me looking for another fight this close. Like after he pulled out now that I'm not pulling out on a, on anyone in particular, then I'll just, call the thing off for my own safety and for my well-being and my longevity. We all understand that and, and, and applaud that, of course. Um, the Another another amateur that has had as much hype as yourself is a man by the name of uh, Kasib Murdoch. Did you did that get floated to you at all? How do I say it? It does nothing for me. It does nothing for me. He's another dude on debut. The whole point of me fighting someone like Kasib was – so after I beat Issy, I had the had a leg to stand on and say, I want this person next. I want that person, someone higher up. If I beat um, 
if I beat Case, if it doesn't do anything for me, like the UFC just sees a I want to dude that I beat. Yeah, like I, I like the dude. He's, he's a good kid and all, but it doesn't do nothing for me. And I'm on a set path to try and get to the UFC and I'm not going to let some people in the comment section stir the pot into me making a wrong decision. But is it still not uh, – now, regardless of if you – even if you agreed to that fight early, you still probably would have had to pull out just with all the staff and, and, and everything and, and, and all that sort of stuff, right? So that's that's understandable. But in terms of not taking the fight and, and us wondering why, some people might say, but but it's still a fight. You know, you're still getting a pro fight. Isn't it better than being inactive? Um, Not really. Not in my opinion. That's like – that's just date. That's like dating a girl because there's no one else around. It's it's not it's not the same at all. <laughs> it's like it's like picking a girl up at the club that you don't even like and saying, "Oh, this is it. I guess I'll guess I'll stay with her." It's, um, so that's probably the best analogy to it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> for the sake of it. I only get I only get a certain amount of goes at this in my lifetime, and that anyone goes, and I'm not gonna waste waste it right now. I'll fight case if I got no problems with that, but right now. One, I've got health issues. Two, it does nothing for me. Me and Casey can meet up later when he's a... I'm sure he's going to be another top dude in the division soon, yeah. But as of right now, it does nothing for either of us. But can't someone just kind of turn around and say that to you? Like, wh- why should a guy who's maybe five and oh, oh, say, 10 fights into his career, why should he fight a guy that's on his debut? Because I've got every single winner's to finish but one. And all of his the decisions. That's why, without trying to sound cocky, mate. That's why all these promotions want me because I'm because I'm flatlining people because I'm choking people out violently. And like I said before, I like Casey, but he's not doing that. So, so if there was another guy that was on debut, but maybe you thought you know had a bit more finish, bit more hype to his name, you would take that fight. Who is there? I mean, it's a valid point. In terms of uh, in terms of what you're sort of creating, so I do understand that. Um, they had to. Do you have a list of guys that you kind of will fight? Because the pool with what you kind of require, and some guys maybe not wanting to fight a guy on debut because you've got such a big career, and in in the amateurs, if they lose, they lost to a guy on debut. That really, really hurts yeah. them. So you might have a few guys that don't want to fight you. Do you know how many guys out there uh, you have available? Well, we, I've just got from um, Jeremy Green, the like the manager, that after the last over the last forty eight hours, we've got some, we've got heaps of options from different promoters that fit that criteria of like a win over that person or shoot me higher. So now all this is coming in, but I've still got some health issues I've got to deal with. Yeah. I was going to say, what is, uh, what are the health issues? Are they short term? Is it long term? Is it something you're on top of? Well, it's, I got staff. I got it real bad at the start of the fight camp. Like I ended up in hospital for a few days um, on the drip. Yeah. It, it fucked me up pretty bad. Like my leg was a, my leg was like a sausage of one big cankle. <laughs> But um, yeah, it did some damage. It did some damage. I can send you photos and that later on, but it was bad. Put me out of training for about two, three weeks. Some other stuff going on too. And then once I thought all that was smooth sailing, staff again, different place. But yeah, I mean, you're young into your um, I wouldn't say spotlight because obviously you've been there for a while. But now that you start heading pro, there's a lot more people that have you know accomplished careers saying a lot more things. Did it get to you at all having people jump in the comments? Um, I can't lie about it. It did. 
I'm a fucking, I'm a hothead. <laughs> like thing, things get to me. I can't lie about it. it. It really did. Especially when, especially when I'm on my path and then I've just got these people that I don't even know about in the comment section saying, trying, trying to tell me how it is and what I should do. That's like going up to a builder and saying, Hey brother, can I have a job? Also, I'm going to line up your next jobs. Is that all right? I mean, I would like to think that they're maybe just looking out for their guy. I don't think it's necessary yeah, critiques yeah. on you. Yeah, I get that. But when I commented back saying I was crook and people kept commenting, that was what got me. Yeah. And if anyone, I mean, because you know very well that you come on here, right? You could you could be as truthful as anything. You could say it all and they're still just going to be like, nah, bitch, doesn't want to fight. Like, it's like, it's never going to end. I get that. I get that. And like I said, I am a fucking hothead and it does get to me, but I guess, I guess they're just going to have to miss out for a bit until, until it starts happening and so, I'll be for a bit longer. Well, so the critique on people having a problem with you having this plan towards your, your pro career, as opposed to just sort of fighting anyone, anywhere, anytime, not to say that you don't want to, but you've got this, you know, you're a pro fighter. So you're looking at like a business, which I actually understand. And I, I respect that. But what do you say to the younger fighters that are maybe in the amateur scene right now? Would you implore them that like, no, 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 don't be the guy that fights anyone, anywhere, anytime. As an amateur, do that. As an amateur fight, anyone at any time. That's, that's where you get all experience when you turn pro. And shit starts to matter. You only get a certain amount of headlock knocks in your life. You only get a certain amount of like goes at this that the universe gives you. And if you're gonna waste it all on just anyone, anytime when you're not supposed to, then like your your opportunities are gonna run out. But as an amateur, oh, we got a young fellow in the gym now, Thomas Shellhammer, that's sort of following my path. And he, like that's what we're saying here is take anything at any time, bro. You're an amateur. It's all experience. It's like an apprenticeship. And then yeah. once you get to the to the level, that's when you have to start worrying about things and doing things right, doing things right. Because like you said, it's gone from your hobby to your business. And I mean, you're with Dunst and Death Squad and a lot of Ignite and all those guys. You've got Sean Gauchy, a lot of these guys that have really sort of forged their own sort of pro career. Do you take a lot of guidance from them? Yeah, yeah, I do. And saying that too, they've made mistakes that they tell me. Not like I won't name any names in particular, but. I was talking to a guy a while ago, not from not from our gym, but he was saying there was a time where he just took any fight was possible. He, he fought the dude on debut when he was a couple fights in. He went debut against debut and he took fights that didn't do nothing for him. And he got he got nearly 10 fights in. The UFC only just started to look at him. Whereas I can point out Tom Nolan straight away, he fought top dudes early, had four fights and went contender. So he's taken less head knocks, less trauma of the body, like it's not, I know we're in a sport where we're supposed to be tough, but why be stupid and just take, take more than we need. I mean, I, I do like, I do like how you're looking at it. I mean, I think the sport and the fans have been accustomed to, you're supposed to reward the guy that will fight anyone, anywhere, anytime. But as soon as he loses three in a row and gets cut, we forget about him. So yeah. I, I, I do like that aspect and it is, it's pro you're a business. Like you have to make smart business decisions now. Have you planned it out, you know, with your manager, Jeremy, uh, uh, Ryan Dunstan, your team? Do you know how many fights you need and, and when you want and, and what guys you want? Well, without a crystal ball, maybe, you know, we've seen other people take the path. We can guess it 
as close as we can and just try our best. If we have to change something up along the way, we do. But as of right now, the kickoff is to get that opponent that shoots me into being able to say, I want that person, that person, and that person. Who is that? Um, Right now, it's just over with someone over about six fights that has a bit of a name that's, and that's a wild fight that's good. And then after that, I want to call for Philpot. I know he's had 40 fights, but I reckon I can beat him. And same thing, no disrespect. I just reckon he's one of those top dudes that I want to fight, and that puts me in line to fight Costa. Same thing. I reckon he's a good dude. I've never met him, though. Everything he puts up seems nice, seems like respectful and that, but he's that top dude that I want. And he's probably going to look at this and think, what a fuck with fucking Dante <laughs> dude, but, but it's going to happen. But it's gonna happen. We're gonna we're gonna meet one day. But I can't beat debut dudes and say that I want him. I need to beat someone with a level, and then I can say I want to go up. I mean, like you put it. Like I'd love to critique it, but you're putting together like a a decent argument. It's not the most necessarily like fan friendly one because you go, well, yeah, just get some dubs, and then maybe you get it. But it's like I like what you're saying is like you only have so many holes that can be punched in the card type thing. It's like, once you're up, you're up and, and yeah. you might have, I don't know. I'm just going to try a number here. So you have 48 head, head knocks left in, in your career, whatever be a lot more yeah. than that. And let's say Sean has 20 and someone else has 150. And it's like, it doesn't matter how good you are at the end of the day, you hit that quote unquote punch drunk, whether you like it or not at whatever yeah. certain point. So you could win all these fights yeah. against debutants, but you're in wars because they're all skilled. And so I, I think I personally understand it and hopefully everyone kind yeah. of else does as well. Um, but I guess it's like, well, what's next? How far away until we, we see you? When is the health going to get back on track? Uh, I can't answer that for sure, mate. Like, I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was done and all of a sudden, boom, it's back. So I have, I have no idea. I've just got to wait. I've got to take my course of antibiotics. I've got to have more than one shower a week. I've got to scrub myself thoroughly and all that. Uh, has, um, what else? Has Shawnee Gauchi, I mean, he's had his own troubles with health and, and, and whatnot. Has that, has he given you any advice on that? Yeah, he just said, he like I gave me like antibacterial sort of soap to watch, not gave me, but told me I needed to go get it and all that sort of stuff. He said, I uh, put antibacterial stuff in my washing machine, just wash everything thoroughly. And I have been. And it's just back again. So I don't know. Maybe it's, um, I think maybe it's strength. I was going to say, I think more, more to the fact of like Sean copped a lot of shit for two years of ducking guys, not fighting guys, pulling out. And it was a lot to do with his like health, which we don't give a shit about as fans, which, and he, and like you said, you know, the comments, the people that say stuff, it does get to you a little bit. Has he given you any advice on that, on how to block that out and look after your health first? Um, in that sense, I think me and Sean are really different people. He's really calm and all that stuff doesn't get to him as much. Whereas I fucking, I see someone not put their trolley back in the bay at Woolworths and I fucking just want to end him. That's, that's what, that's what me and Sean are doing. <laughs> I'm way too much of a hothead to even... Yeah, all that shit gets to me way more than Sean. Like, I know who I am, and I'll be honest about it. It, it does get to me, and it doesn't get to Sean as much, so Sean can't really give me advice mm. in that area, if that so, makes sense. Yeah. So you're telling me that if 
you saw more posts about comments about you that would make you go back and forth with them and help for social engagement for no i wouldn't i wouldn't before i let you go because i do appreciate you taking the time um you've, you've kind of got the spaces is there anything that you want people to know before look realistically you probably do go away for a while from 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 the media until you are ready to fight again so is there anything that you want people to kind of know take into consideration um yeah the people that are like you said it's not the fans aren't really concerned about their health like fighters health they're only concerned about the fights and not just fans like other people in other people's gym all that sort of stuff fuck those people it's my it's my career if I'm unhealthy, then I'm not going to take a fight for their fucking eyeballs. It's my health. Fuck those people. They can wait. They can wait. It's my career. It's my longevity. It's my health. If they have a problem with that, then maybe watch a different sport. All right. Well, um, thank you for taking the time. I really do appreciate it. And um, I'm, I'm here anytime you want to have a chat. Sweet. Thank you, bro. Thanks for having me on too. Cheers, brother. Anytime, legend.